Hello everyone, welcome to Heavens and Streets with Baba and Queen. Hi, good evening. Today I greeted without like just jumping straight into, into some the heat of things. Yeah, so usually I would be ranting about Ferrari by now, but no, I would not do that. Thank not God we're on a break. <laughs> Love it. Yes. And we ended on a good note, so it's not too bad. I'm happy in life. Looking forward to next season, being hopeful again. But remember, <laughs> folks, it's the hope that kills. It's always the hope <laughs> that kills. However, we have a guest, Queen. We have a guest. We have a guest. We have a guest. Okay. So we would allow her to introduce herself, and then we would do our usual christening of our guest. So... I want to say over to you without mentioning your name. So over to you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, so I'm Cece for now. Um, and I am a stable innovation and carbon analyst. Um, and I work for an agency um, that specializes in sustainability and environmental consultancy, um, specifically within motorsport um, and also larger sport like football. Wow. Okay, I had no idea about that one. Your football. So before we we mm-hmm. get into the as Ghanaians we say in totals of what she just said, because that sounds like a lot to unpack, right? We know that she is born on a Thursday. So <laughs> we gave her the choice between Ya and the Baba. And I told her, no pressure, no pressure. Cece, which one did you choose? Baba. <laughs> He wow. loves the cool name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the house. <laughs> I'm so happy to share my name with you. And honestly, <laughs> like, when I look at my um, workplace system, I'm the only Baba in the whole office. Yeah. That's magic. Wow. Yeah. But, like, in Ghana, it's so common. It's yeah, so really common. Yeah, on like... the entire globe. <laughs> like, globally. Yes. She's the only globally, baba. I'm the this only baba. It. Until it wow. changes. I wonder, will I be upset when I stop being the only baba? Maybe I should keep searching. Yeah, you might. Then I'll call her and I'll be like, hello. Hello. Change your name. <laughs> anyway, Queen, do you want to get into it? You usually have the deep questions. She has some. Yeah, but let's, let's, let's just start with CC. Tell us more about yourself. Like, just so that the listeners can get to know you. Or should I say Baba number two or Baba Junior? <laughs> Baba Junior? Yeah, wait, who's older? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely older. Trust me. I'm not that close to Okay, I'm Baba Junior. Um, so just a bit about myself, I guess. Um, so I'm Taiwanese um, and I grew up in Shanghai. Uh, and when I was super young, my dad took me to the Shanghai Grand Prix. Um, and that's kind of sort of the beginning of my motorsport story, really, is I always kind of had that memory of the fact that I was at a Grand Prix. And I remember it just being super loud. And because I was super young, they gave me like earplugs because it was like it was like the V10 era. So there was super, mm. super loud engines. Um, but kind of after as I was growing up I didn't really watch F1 um and then it wasn't until like 2020 like lockdown in the UK I was in my final year of uni um and I kind of started watching some like race highlights on YouTube 
Um, and then obviously all the drive to survive, like hype <laughs> was sort of just starting to happen around that time. So the sort of general hype around F1 was like going crazy. Uh, and I guess I just hopped on that bandwagon. <laughs> um, and then really from there, it was just my personal interest in sustainability and that's kind of what I wanted to do. And then I kind of realized like, oh, there's actually massive demand in motorsport for environmental like talent. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how I got into my interest in job now, I guess. Wow. So, I mean, usually what we try to do is to provide our audience with like how people even get through to that particular part like what did you do in uni what did you study like how was your application process like were you very lucky did you know someone did they do like a special program because we've had people who had like a motorsports program and got selected from school just straight away and we've had people who hustled they hustled their way but they made it finally yeah so um so I guess what I studied so I was I did my undergraduate at UCL um, and I studied this kind of a liberal arts program, I guess. It's called Arts and Sciences, and you get a Bachelor of the Arts and Sciences. And I specialize in health and environment. Um, but to be honest, during my undergrad, I really had no idea what I wanted to do, like, at all. Um, and then sort of in between doing my undergraduate and my master's, which my master's was also at UCL, and I did it in sustainable resources, Um And sort of during that time, I had found the Motorsport UK Girls on Track community. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd found their Facebook page because obviously that was COVID time. So they weren't running any in-person events. But at the time, there was a webinar uh, with my boss. So my boss now was in the webinar with um, the director of sustainability at Formula E. And I think somebody from Extreme E as well. Um, So I watched that webinar and I was like super interested in the topic. And then I had just sort of prior to that, I'd reached out just on the community and I kind of was just like, I just have questions. I wasn't even trying to get a job. I was just like, honestly, if somebody is working in anything related to environment, environment in motorsport, I would love to just connect and like ask you questions and whatever. Um, And then my boss now, Christiana Pache, um, so she was an ex-motorsport eng- uh, engineer and she used to work for the FIA. Um, she reached out to me and was like, hey, I've got a spare hour or whatever. Let's have a chat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I obviously went to that chat with loads of just general questions about what in, you know sustainability means in motorsport, et cetera. Um, and I sort of just maintained that relationship with her until I did my dissertation and my master's. And then I, I reached out to her again. I was like, hey, I have an opportunity to do my dissertation now. Is there any topic that you think would be really worthwhile me to do about motorsport? Um, and it just worked out that the specific skill. So I specialize in like the quant side of environmental sustainability. So I do like um, like whole life cycle assessments of like products and services. And she just so happened to have a client that need that. Um, so it was kind of right time, right place. Um, and then I, she then co-supervised my dissertation and then I graduated and then she offered me a full-time role. So that's how I got into (laughs) it. No, this was like a match made in heaven. It's really right place, right time, right? And I I also want to point out like some key, I think, should I call them attributes? 
you know, networking, especially for like the audience we are trying to reach, I don't think they understand how important networking is. We had to learn it the hard way. Like we are here struggling yes, for yes. jobs and no yeah. idea what to these was. cocktail <laughs> events. And I'm like, can I just go home and sleep? I'm like, no, you have to network. Yeah. That's how you get a job. So yeah, that yeah. was very important. Um, and in as much as you start off as networking, it's also very important to maintain the relationship, which is what yeah. we saw. And you've yeah. just been like very smart about you know um sort of pos- positioning your questions if I should mm-hmm. say like yeah yeah yeah, yeah you yeah. don't want to it's not you're building a networking connection with somebody but you shouldn't be I'm trying to get something out of you it's yeah. I'm here to learn about your experiences and you know what I mean so yeah. and you know she's one of the many people that I connected with you know during that time I also connected with a bunch of other students who were studying sustainability and also were interested in pursuing a job so that was also really I think critical and nice to speak to other people who had shared passions and were also sort of facing the same challenges in getting into the industry um so yeah definitely networking I would say is very important and I I love the points on application as well I wanted to because I find that most of the time when you're doing your undergrad for example I mean I think it was with your master's your dissertation when you were doing your master's Mm -hmm. that you reached out to her but I just want to point out like if you are doing your undergrad or your master's or whatever like just make sure that your dissertation is something that is very applicable to you your interests what you're doing and the real world right yeah I find that a lot of people don't especially during the undergrad don't really take it seriously um, mm-hmm. it's just like i i just need to finish this project and get an a because you just need to finish <laughs> but personally it wasn't like that for me but yeah mm-hmm. i get i get that but it's it pays to put in the efforts the extra efforts mm-hmm. to make to make accounts and yeah. shout outs to carol who is also um on the girls on track i think she's a oh med- yeah and she's a mentor yeah We've had it as oh, a guest nice. on on the on the podcast as well. Oh, nice! Yeah. That's okay, we nice. should we should tell her like we know someone. Yeah, we know, we know someone. someone. <laughs> we know someone. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I was going to say, um, actually, I'm going to throw to you the same question you reached out to people about, like, what does sustainability in motorsports mean or entail, right? Because it's a bit oh, you boy. you can see it's a bit ironic. There are people yeah. that have that argument. So, like, how do you? No, absolutely. No, I think it is like a massive. Even when I tell people that this is what I do, it's like people's perception of motorsport is like this, like fuel guzzling sport, and you know emissions, all the cars driving around. But like in reality, the emissions that come from the cars themselves driving around the track, it's like less than like one percent of the total emissions it's Mm -hmm. yeah so you know the the main challenge really in motorsport about sustainability is the fact that it's a logistical like nightmare right yeah and you know the race calendar you know it's all over the world it doesn't make any sense it goes back and forth all the time (laughs) um yeah for next year but hmm. (laughs) i've had a look at it i don't think so (laughs) Um, yeah, so it's dealing with that challenge of like sort of the spectacle element of it, the competition side of it, mm-hmm. and then having to try and embed sustainability in that. Um, so I think at the moment, sustainability in motorsport is a lot about data collection and understanding where the emissions hotspots are. Like 
what are our the areas that are emitting the most emissions um, and how can we look to reduce them season on season? So, yeah, that's it. Uh, that's what I would say. Sort of we're kind of at the beginning of our journey in a way. I know that the cars yeah. themselves, right, there's lots of, you know, the biofuels coming in in 2025 or whatever, new materials and stuff. Um, but when we look at the sport as a whole, I think we're still very much at the beginning of that journey. Yeah, that makes sense. Queen, do you have any other? Yeah, I just find I know I can feel here. <laughs> that's because we've had this thing where people, like when you say you are um, an F1 fan, people just look at you like, oh, so you're one of those people, like the full yeah, heads. Petrol heads. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. funny to find out that <laughs> yeah. the the emissions are that low. Because I mean, they're, yeah. It also it's basically like that, zero. Like, when we think about the sport and we say that oh well, F1 look a lot more electric for example that that's probably yeah. not going to happen because it doesn't really factor into what's happening no and also you know formula e is a very established championship right so that they have you know carved the name out for themselves so formula mm-hmm. 1 has to find their own direction yeah um but yeah the biofuel coming in as new regulations in a couple of years is great but the emissions are so low from the cars that it's more just like, I think it's more the messaging behind it. It's, you know, mm. using Formula One as a platform to say like, look, you know, people have a lot of um, not controversies, but, you know, there's a lot of um, sort of resistance towards implicate using biofuels in commercial environments and for normal cars. So I think it's more the messaging behind it to say like, look, even Formula One cars can run on biofuel. Mm. um yeah and just to sort of ask right so far we know like at least your manager is female you are as well we usually like try to find out just how much diversity and inclusion is um you know involved in any aspect of motorsports would you say that at least in the field you find yourself there's a lot more representation for women and you know diverse let's say ethnicities um so you know, the, the agency that I work with, we're like a sort of scale up company and we are a women led company. So our CEO is female and we are majority female. So that's really great. But, oh, it's you the know, women. <laughs> but in the sort of larger context, you know, you do with, you know, Formula One clients, Motorsport team clients, they're mostly men and you're mostly talking to men like white men. Um, so <laughs> white you do have to. Men. Yeah. So, you know, yes, it's great that my working environment is very diverse in that sense, but you sort of have to remember the context of motorsport that we do work in Mm -hmm. and that you do have to learn to navigate that kind of environment. Um, Yeah. So I would say kind of diverse and kind of not diverse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, since we're on the topic, it might be a hot topic that we don't need to get into, However, Jess, was it yesterday or two days ago? (laughs) Or two two days ago. Like there was a whole thing about Susie Wolf being investigated, right? And God knows I spent the whole night on Twitter fighting people (laughs) because they didn't understand the misogyny of the whole. And I'm like, guys, 
she's been in this sport for how many years like she knows what she's talking about she's not yeah. just doing a word in there she knows for example for me the first thing I thought of was this is so disrespectful like yeah. you are going to carry out an investigation the least you can do is to invite the, pe- the, person. the person or people involved like We've received these complaints. We are going to do X, Y, Z. And God knows I have heard so many stories or investigated all these scandals where they have done their utmost best to protect Mm. whoever it is till the investigation is over or whatever the case be, right? So just the total disregard. I I mean, I'm supposed to be asking you the question, but I'm (laughs) laughing right now. No, I I agree though. The total disregard for her and the whole situation it's like that's her reputation and you decide that oh you're going to investigate you just throw it out there knowing how like toxic f1 fans can be sometimes and you're like oh no she shouldn't use misogyny in this i'm like anyway what did you think (laughs) no i mean i i did really agree i thought the whole thing was incredibly rude yeah and i was like Susie wolf has built a name for herself Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it is just unbelievable that the FIA is just willing to totally put her on blast for no reason because they dropped the investigation so yeah. I was like you caused all this drama for no reason I really like the the parts where all the F1 teams just came out yeah see. that was like it wasn't me yeah it wasn't identical and it was the same thing yeah I think that's what annoyed me the most because it stemmed from like a sort of equivalent of a tabloid if i should say mm-hmm. like a tabloid puts out this article no one ever takes them seriously yeah. and then oh, if you <laughs> to launch an investigation and let's say it's lie like that you receive complaints yeah mm-hmm. yeah come on you can do better anyway we yeah. still love you if we come to you from the fia please mind us <laughs> Anyway, moving to more mundane things, right? Mm. What does like a day in your life entail? Maybe it's not too exciting. Maybe <laughs> yeah. Like... Yeah. I, I have to say, most of my days are spent, you know, so looking at Excel spreadsheets, um, chasing clients, chasing teams for data. Oh my God, I can't relate. <laughs> yeah. So, you like, know, it's actually very simple. <laughs> Everyone knows me for being the chaser. Like, if you need oh. to get something done, ask it. And I'm just like on the chat all the time. Hello, I just yeah. sent you an email. Can you reply? Yeah, exactly. It. <laughs> That's a, exactly the same skills. Um, and um, a lot of the time, especially with data, it's like you know sifting through lots and lots of like files that they send mm. because it's not necessarily they don't necessarily sort of keep data in a sort of with Open. you yeah it's not very organized i would say it makes <laughs> sense to them but as an outsider you're reading it yeah. you're like this is so confusing to understand so it's deciphering their data um but obviously so the agency that i work for we do we are the girls on track uh stem partner so we do go and help run some of the girls on track um engagement events so sometimes we get to go to races or events to do that kind of activation. Um, so that I would say is like the fun part of the job yeah, <laughs> is to get yeah. to go to races. Um, but most of the time it's pretty desky. <laughs> <laughs> and I have an important question. Do you use a mouse when you're using Excel? Yes. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> Why? 
you no. need to try out to use it's it's like finance people head, say finance bros like finance bros finance bros head head head. <laughs> using using excel without a mouse is like the the goal you know yeah. oh <laughs> i see i see no no all no. the shortcuts <laughs> i try my best but i'm still not like i'm not perfect but i can see <laughs> i know a lot of shortcuts here and there i try i try yeah um and then work-life balance like I know a lot of people who have come on before sometimes find it a bit difficult to find that line because of just how consuming motorsports can be, depending on where you mm-hmm. find yourself. Um, yeah. First of all, what do you think about the topic? Because I also know people who are like, <laughs> work-life balance doesn't exist. Like, if you want to achieve your goal, it, it yeah. shouldn't exist for like the first, I don't know, decade of your career. You need to build your reputation, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. what are your thoughts on it? And do you think you have it now? You don't need to answer it, though, <laughs> if you don't have it. <laughs> so I think, I do think the sort of motorsport, the industry, right? It, it For you to be successful in this industry, you have to be tough. Um, I think that is definitely, and that's, you know, down to clients asking you for things that they wanted yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. And being like, can you do it now? Can you do it this morning? Can you do it by the end of the day? Like, so you do have to kind of, it is in that sense, like a fast paced industry. Um, but I think, I think for the most part, I do have a good work-life balance. Um, but obviously when certain projects are on or if we're traveling to races or something on the weekend, you know, you're giving up your entire weekend, basically, and you're coming back Sunday night, and you've got to be at work on Monday. Monday. So I think, yeah. We go to races on the weekend, and it's like, and we forget to take the Monday off, which we will, yeah. I don't think we'll ever do that again. <laughs> we just have to show up and act like, you know, and I don't drink coffee, so those Mondays are like the hardest. <laughs> how do I survive? I have oh no idea. God, I don't know how you're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Queen, I've heard the conversation so far as you say. Yeah, I had a question on... Um, well, feel free to tell me no, but when it comes <laughs> to your clients, right, do they also have... How does it work for the teams? Do they also have, like, um, an innovation or a sustainability partner that you deal with? in in their team so like there's a department that deals with that or is there a, an ambassador or a rep or someone you deal with how does that work so um most of the teams from what i know have do have uh a sustainability or environmental department um but it might look different you know some of them are sustainability some of them are environmental only others are like uh health and safety and environmental right. so it can take on different forms but there is always somebody in house that takes care of that um and then when whatever they are looking to do like their ambitions exceed the sort of limit of that one person they will outsource to agencies okay. like the one that we, I work for um so yeah that's kind of usually the structure that they run with and would you say that the actual like clients have their own goals or do we think everyone is sort of working towards the broader like F1 sustainability agenda? 2030 goals. Yeah. So... Here. <laughs> I know it's almost here. Um, so obviously 
um, all the teams have their own goals, but a lot of those goals will be informed by or aligned with the F1 2030 strategy. Um, so, and there's loads of other sort of um, sporting sustainability environmental frameworks out there, like uh, the UNF Triple C Sports for Climate Action framework. Um, and those also set out their own net zero targets. Um, so it, it's very much sort of, I mean, obviously the F1 framework is sort of mandatory because there are F1 teams. Um, but outside of that, teams can choose which frameworks they want to align with um, and what to sort of disclose. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. So back to the fun part of your job, right? Yes. Going to races. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you talk about some of the races you've been to and your experience on track and some of the interesting things that happened, if you've met any drivers or anything like that? Um, so I'm trying to think where I went this year. Um, I think the wow. biggest race. So many can't forget. <laughs> no, wow. no, no, no. <laughs> I went to quite a few like small races as well, like with mm. the British Touring Car Championship as well. So those were like slightly smaller, more low key races. Mm. Um, but um, I went to Silverstone, but that was that was more for fun, and I wasn't there for an actual event. But I went to I was in Monza for the WEC Championship. Um, oh, so that was, yeah, that's a huge one, actually. That's yeah, a bit yeah. of mine. <laughs> so, uh, we went, I was there, and we were running like a STEM activation, uh, kind of workshop with some of the kids, with the local kids that are there. Um, so, and it was in the Iron Dames, uh, hospitality. Oh yeah, so, so cool. yeah, yeah. They're super cool. That's so amazing. And they were so the Iron Danes were so involved. Like one of them was a project manager. So she was like, you know, we were texting her and she was like organizing everything. Um so it was super amazing for them to be like super into this um activation. Yeah. Um, but in the motorhome, I mean, like, you know, Daniel Caveat was walking around. <laughs> he was just walking around. I mean, yeah. Um, you know, all the Iron Dames, like Dorian Pin was just like walking yeah. around. And then she's also. She's already won her first race in, I think, F4, F3. Yeah, she's, she's been like in, she's had an insane oh. season. Oh. Um, yeah, she's my girl. I'm back here for F1. If you can hear me, hello. <laughs> yeah, and then also, um, you know, Bianca Bustamante. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she was also. I think she's quite good friends with Daniel Caviar because I saw them quite a few times. Um. So, but obviously, because then we were walking through the paddock like every day, we would just see drivers like yeah. Alex Lynn walking around. Giovinazzi was walking around. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Um, so that oh, was pretty well, cool. He's got his hair, so. mm, yeah, yeah, so no longer. Um, but I'd say that was probably the coolest thing. Just like, but you have to, you know, when you work in F1, you have to act just like super cool. chill. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you have to oh, be like, like, I, I do. <laughs> yeah, so we went to Abu Dhabi last year <gasps> no and we way. were in um, the Alfa Romeo paddock. Well, we, <gasps> we got to the Alfa Romeo garage and we were oh, in the paddock no. and then we were, we saw Alex Alwan and Fernando Alonso, oh, Bottas, 
so, oh my god! And this time I was jumping. Yeah. I was like, oh my god! right by us. He came to. He took off his cap. He was cleaning <gasps> his face. And, he was. He was drinking like, water. Oh god, and I was like, Baba, should I touch him? Should I? Should I? Should I take the cup? Then, like, then I told. I, I told Queen. I was like, Queen. We need to be cool. calm. We need to be cool. <laughs> let's let's... We need to be calm. Yeah, so they invite us again. We need to be calm. We can't disgrace ourselves. You know, we had to. A hundred percent. Yeah. We were very mm-hmm. well behaved that day. However, <laughs> when we were in Zanvos this year, we were literally uh-huh. like standing outside and the drivers kept coming out in their cars. <gasps> and we saw Charles and we screamed like... <laughs> and you screamed so security. much. The security yeah. men were laughing oh, at us. Like, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> They're like, who is these crazy We girls? lost house training. Like, what was house training? What was being lady like? Never. Never. Anything for sure. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it was, yeah, it was amazing. I uh, I love F1. Okay, and when it comes to F1, right, what, what team do you support um, and driver? So, I I think... Choose your next words wisely. Yeah, I know. I (laughs) I didn't want to say it, but she said it. (laughs) Okay, so I have to be honest. When I initially started watching it, I was a really big Red Bull fan. Mm. Um, But, you know, Ferrari always have a special place in my heart. But they're not the whole Ferrari. Yes, that's in Driver and Ferrari, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just wrong. Um, but it's oh. a bit. <laughs> you have the best choice. In fact, yes. Let's yeah. Let's end it. Yeah, like Carlos. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Carlos. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Lovely. Like, he, I knew we would yeah. bond. Like, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. So, how Ferrari? But Ferrari are just, they're just too sad sometimes. I have to root for Most another sometimes, team. All of the time. All of the time. The, the therapy oh fees are too much. <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. I can't keep up. I'm like, oh my I, goodness. it's too sad. So, <laughs> yeah, it's always the year. Like, it's always the year. Perpetually. They say that. They've been saying that for like 10 years. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, terrible. SF twenty four. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um. No, actually, let's change the topic. I'm, I'm feeling depressed. <laughs> I feel the sadness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the same vein, like, do you happen to have like a favorite era of F one cars or? I I mean probably like the V eight V ten era just yeah. because I, that, I the sound like you might say that. <laughs> yeah I just the sound of the engines is so like recognizable like it's just yeah. like yeah like the modern F one cars they don't sound as good but that's okay <laughs> yeah that's okay no they still sound good enough they still right? sound good I think they still sound fine but yeah. definitely when you hear an V ten it's like wow okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bucket list queen. That's a. I don't. I don't know where we're going to find yeah, a V10. Be... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know where you're going. Unless we go for like Goodwood or oh, yeah, yeah uh, you could go to Monaco historical. Yeah, oh, we yeah. could try that yeah. for next year. So you can hear it, I'm yeah. just gonna nod. So our uh, uh, institution that we work for, right? Well, yeah. other institutions are supporting actual teams and have their yeah. names on like the yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Our institution has decided that they will only give tickets if I don't even think they give it this yeah. year, right? I think it's <laughs> good Goodwood Festival or, or Speed and it's fastest yeah. fingers. Like as soon as the email goes out, they have to just be like. 
I was really waiting. I wanted tickets. Yeah, yeah. They, they didn't send one this year. So maybe next year. Maybe. And oh, I God. think the reason they are choosing not to support is actually, it ha- actually has to do with sustainability and the oh, fact yeah. that. It might, yeah, it might not align with what they you are. See, we should get you in to talk like, to somebody, right? Yeah, like, I know. They yeah. really are. Yeah, really, you need yeah. to tell us less than one percent. Like, they should yeah, get with tiny. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't yes. worry. It. <laughs> okay, I, I, it might be because it's, it, they would think it's not a good look because even though it's tiny, like you now have to explain to all your clients that this is what you are doing. I mean, you are trying to get people to go green. And then you yourself yeah, are you're supporting, yeah. Sponsoring something. No, CC, we need to get you in now. Like Yeah, yeah, anytime. <laughs> I oh sorry, I mean Baba Junior. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Who's CC? <laughs> yeah, and like, I wanted that? to ask a question actually about the STEM activation as well. Yeah. What does that entail? So when you say STEM activation um yeah. with with um the younger generation, because I'm yeah. old now. Oh no, <laughs> the younger generation right what does that look like so i think so with the girls on track events and also you know with mission 44 Mm -hmm. um those activations are focused on um engaging kids um typically it's girls from underrepresented um communities um and that's the activation that i run is the so our company runs the lego challenge and basically they build a little race car out of lego and then it has a it has an engine in it like an electric battery engine and basically they learn how to code on an ipad to make it run and then we race them at the end between because they work together in pairs or threes and then they build the car code it and then we make them race together (laughs) um so it's super cute I mean it's so nice to hear kids going like oh I wish we did this every day and stuff like that oh that's Um, really cool yeah so it's basically yeah yeah yeah. Oh my goodness. So oh. the whole point is like to use motorsport as this like super cool thing that kids are like, wow, to engage them with STEM subjects and to show them like it can be really cool. Um, cause they're typically, they're quite young kids, right? Cause the older they get, it's more about giving career advice and doing webinars, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff yeah. like that. But the younger they are, it's more to make an impression that yeah. science can be cool. Yeah, um, I'm impressed. So. I am. <laughs> yeah, definitely like 20 years from now, probably someone will have like, an origin story that has to do with that's that's it with you <laughs> exactly that's what i think i'm like if i can like actually change somebody and like inspire somebody to do something that would be like yeah. so amazing that's some um, great influencing yeah. and do they learn to yeah. code in like that day because i'm maybe i should join yeah yeah. yeah no so um so it's super simple it's almost like scratch i don't know if you guys have heard of scratch coding but it's literally like you dragging like you know the start of the code and then where you want the car to go what direction the motor's turning what speed um so a lot of the kids so I I asked them before we move on to this coding part I'm like have you guys done coding before uh a lot some of them have done things like scratch before and I saw I say it's super similar a lot of them are like no I haven't done coding before so I just show them I just show them on the iPad like a super simple basic code that will get the car to move and then I tell them experiment with the rest of it because um, the program has like loads of different options that you can add to the engine. Um, so it's also just, you know, showing them what you actually need to make the car run, but also letting them experiment and trying to understand how the code works. Yeah. Um, but it's super simple and sort of elementals. So I think it's like, 
it's good to get used to the way of thinking like code, but it's not like super complicated yet. <laughs> wow. I'm actually interested. Now I want to be in one of these sessions. And <laughs> so for so even for the coding, was it a part of your program or was that something you picked up along the way or on the job? Um, so coding was something I did actually in my undergrad. Mm. Um, and then but to be honest, the extent of my coding now is really in Excel, like formulas and stuff. <laughs> so I don't, I don't actually really use coding that much um, anymore. Um, but yeah, but still like the sort of basic knowledge of like Python and whatnot. Yeah. Wow. I think I, I need to upgrade my skills. I'm feeling so inspired right now. <laughs> so with your skill set, right? Is it just um, Excel, Python, or is it more... Do you do like Power BI analytics stuff as well or just Excel? It's mostly just Excel. Okay. Um, yeah, I would say it's really the main skill <laughs> that I use. And also just math skills, I guess, in general, like being good at math. Wow. Is, oh, yeah. you just shot my dream. <laughs> what, oh, what do you use the math for? So it's calculating carbon footprints. Oh, okay. Um, so you need you sort of a. <laughs> Why are you trying to put me on the spot? <laughs> no, but you said Mars. Wow. I know. Oh. I you know, you can do, you can calculate. <laughs> yeah. Fine. So, uh, yeah. So you need your math just for the calculations and then also the analytics after, right? Of like, mm -hmm. what are your hotspots? What percentage? Whatever. You know what I mean? So, sort of analytics math skills excel i mean it might as well be finance no yeah, uh, yeah i have to we might as well move you know it's honestly Actually, you have to do say, it some some, really... of, some of our work people listen to this oh, yes, <laughs> oh yeah okay never mind you guys love your jobs oh, yeah we it. do like, i can't yes. live without my job you know <laughs> Like, I can't imagine life without it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, I can't, please. <laughs> please don't bother <laughs> Honestly, please. <laughs> because today someone called me Rasta Girl at, on an email. She said, hey, Rasta Girl. <laughs> so, In an email? Yes. So now this oh, is what no. you are known for. I don't know. Yes, I, so I don't know who has been listening to the podcast. I don't know where it's going. So, and I've had like instances where someone will ping me and be like, "Did you watch the race yesterday?" Yeah, let's see what happened. Yes. <laughs> no, like literally today, someone walked to my desk and was like, "Oh, I'm going to Monaco next year," which is why I started in the group chat uh, that we should go next year. <laughs> but we can't afford to go for the whole weekend, so I was like, "Can we go for one day?" Anyway. Also, Monaco is so expensive. <laughs> Trust me. Apparently, it's like 200 pounds to just walk around. So that's not even like a seat I, for um, one day. No, it's literally, it's so but expensive. How is, it, how is it 200 pounds to walk around when it's a street? Like, I can walk wherever I want to walk. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can walk where you want to during the infringement or yeah, freedom during of movement. The <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so Queen, think about it. Let's do Monaco. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please, not here. Um, it sounds like you've been to Monaco, right? So, um, I didn't go for the Grand Prix though, Grand Prix. I was just there yeah. as okay. 
you know, um, just the holidays. We can do <laughs> um, that. We can do no, that. No, yeah. To go for Shelton's race. Can't you? Yeah, but he you go there on a random a day race. and you see him. Okay, fine. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's but what but I was when thinking. I'm there, he will have a great race. Like, I know it. No. That's he why never he has All the times that you... When you went to Zanbos and he did No, see, I'm like, everyone's good luck. Like... <laughs> it's just your fault. I'm sorry. But... No, 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 no. See, in Zanbos, really, he did? Oh, my God. Yes, <laughs> anyway, anyway, his best friend, whose shirt I wore, Pierre Gasly, was on the podium that day. So, yeah, so what happened to Charles? That's what I didn't wear his shirt. That's the problem. So, next mm. time, I'll wear his shirt. <laughs> So the question I was going to ask is, uh, what are your top uh, five favorite tracks across motorsports? Yeah. Uh, uh, so we can think big, yeah, wide. Okay, I mean Shanghai, obviously, because mm-hmm. you know a special place in my heart. Um, Silverstone, because my office is next to Silverstone, oh. Um, oh. so I get to see it every day. <laughs> I get to stare <laughs> at the track while I'm washing my hands. <laughs> <laughs> just looking at it every day <laughs> um and then maybe you know um vegas this year i yeah. thought it was gonna be like Ooh. i really i really wanted <laughs> Are you to sure? hate it i know i really wanted to hate it but the race is actually yeah that was good, good. Oh, yeah. good. considering yeah. how people kept saying it was shaped like him an upside down pig what well, that was it right yeah, <laughs> yeah. with the little tail yeah yeah good for you vegas good for you exactly i was like wow an actually decent u.s track um and then maybe like monaco baku i I like street circuits yeah they're just super like high adrenaline and like anything can happen (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah exactly i learned that the hard way (laughs) some some people dns yeah Mm. <laughs> anyway Yo, can we discuss like the fact no, that we, we have so much discuss. trauma as leclerc fans like why we can't discuss we didn't so send you sad. every time he gets a poll i just my immediate thought is max is gonna win not yeah. that charles yeah. is gonna win yeah yeah it's max is gonna convert Charles, Charles if you can yeah. hear us please please change this narrative <laughs> next year i believe in you I baba showed you. me baba senior showed me a, <laughs> a tweet <laughs> today where someone gave him holy water oh yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. he needs it honestly he needs it. and i was like does he want to take it to the garage and sprinkle it around a bit you know <laughs> maybe in his room he should put it in his bathing water like anything <laughs> If he's allowed to see some parts of the car, he should sprinkle it on it. It needs it as well. (laughs) Yeah. And then talking about like um, Vegas, for example, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on DTS and uh, you know how it helped? Wow, you took the question right out of my mouth because that's where I was going. (laughs) And then the US, there's so many, honestly, if they, include one more u.s track personally yeah. i'm going to I do will be FIA. <laughs> it's too much <laughs> at this point yeah and i'm seeing that miami is now going to be a sprint race i i don't <sighs> understand uh, right <laughs> they took baku to put miami there like oh, I don't no, we love baku and no. spa and spa <gasps> not spa sprint races 
that's a crime. Oh my you goodness. Uh, so yes. Maybe they are doing rotations because I thought some of their I don't care if they are doing them. rotations. Some <laughs> some tracks do not deserve. Some tracks oh, do man. not deserve to have sprint race. I think they feel like no, but that would just worsen the case, right? Because Miami is already potentially a snooze fest. Miami where someone went to say Saturday. Yeah. Miami where someone went to say, How you doing, Charles, babe? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's Chuck, uh, Chuck, uh, Chuck, uh, Charlie, Charlie, baby. Baby. Charlie, baby. <laughs> a journalist said Charlie, babe. No, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. I think he said Chuck, Chuck, baby, baby. Charlie, Chuck, baby. He said something, so baby, baby. like baby. And I was, so I was like, touching him. Like, what is happening? He's our babe. <laughs> our collective babe. So, what do you think about? Drive to drive yeah. to survive first of all, and then yeah, your thoughts on the new US tracks as well. I think drive to survive has been great at bringing in like loads of young fans, right? Which is what F one was hoping for. Yeah. So I think that's been really successful. But I think you know the way that they edit it is like you know it's not true, right? You know they cut you know radios from different races and they try to like make a situation really dramatic when it's really not and i also think will buxton talks way too Mm. much why is why is um (laughs) jenny gal why is she not speaking for 50 percent of it why why am i listening to will buxton say obvious things like i (laughs) Like, win a race yes you must finish yeah i just like it's become such a meme now i'm like we need more like female representation yeah. within even who's hosting this right like i don't understand why men speak so much during it yeah, um, I mean, petition yeah. to add us yes you guys are- <laughs> queen maybe we should actually try you never know right if you don't try I'm going to look for them. I feel like I sent you their Instagram page. You've sent us before. Message them. You see, like, I thought about it. You're on okay. it. Yeah. Um, and then the US races. I think it's a bit of a, I think it's a bit of a sellout from F1, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think they're just paying insane amounts of money to F1, obviously, for a snooze fest of a race. But Vegas was really great this year, so maybe I'm judging too quickly. Too quickly, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but you're not judging Miami too quickly, no. Miami, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, Miami I has Miami. been from yeah. start, from, from the start, first day. Like, I've from never the watched first day. Miami race. <laughs> yeah. And what are your thoughts on, like, the championship this year? Or, well, the the state of F1 since the regulations changed and where we are headed. Uh, I just look next. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's the thing, right? The whole point of these regs was to bring racing closer, but Red Bull have just run away three years in a row with the championship with nobody to contend. I mean, Max, not even his own teammate has been close. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what direction F1 are trying to go in because I don't think it's really working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah. Do you think there are any contenders in uh, there? Like, um, for next year. For next year. Do you think anyone will, will catch Red Bull? I mean, deep down, I hope Ferrari will. 
It's the whole but is that realistic? Is oh, dear. that realistic? <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. I think no. Can you choose another two? <laughs> um, you know what? Aston Martin this year were super, super promising at the beginning with at Fernando Alonso. Yeah. But then they just like disappeared for like the whole season and then kind of came yeah. back and then just disappeared again. <laughs> They were playing uh, with our feelings. Yeah, so <laughs> maybe Aston Martin, maybe. Uh, that's too hopeful. That's really yeah. You are, you are very hopeful. <laughs> you have I a know. lot of hope. Ferrari is going to feast on this hope. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Is there I a thing know. with Barbies? Like, are you just all hopeful? Yeah, just, yeah. yeah we, I think we're we just. <laughs> yeah, we believe in the best. Like, I believe in the best yeah. in people. Yes. I hope for the best for them. Power to the barbers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what we are going to call this episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. You always know, right? She always takes my random thoughts and she's like, let's. And turns it into, <laughs> Okay, Bob, back to you. Do you have any questions? I was going to ask something. Don't tell me you forgot. Actually, a, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did forget. I'm sorry. No, like I was. It was important too. I promise. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Yeah. Maybe let's just, <laughs> <laughs> let's just. And you know the funny thing. I'll remember afterwards. It always yeah, happens. You remember. I do. It's unfortunate. Never okay, you. So mind. we can we can go into our language slash cultural exchange mm-hmm. since Yay. we can't remember. Yeah. Sometimes I can remember after. Oh, actually, okay. I have one more question before we go into that. Right. Do you have any advice for anyone who is looking into sustainability in motorsports or into a career in motorsports in general? Mm-hmm. Um, I think kind of to go back to the first thing you spoke about is really network your butt off. You never know what, you know, one message or one connection can do for you. Um, and what that might lead to. Um, I think you do have to stay somewhat delusional. <laughs> you know, Lulu, I, yeah, you actually do because like, you know, it was like, what, two years from when I, when I was like in my undergrad and I really was like, this is my dream job. Right. And it was like, it took two years, which is really quick, actually, you know um it's not actually that much time but during the when I was going through those two years of like trying to be like I'm working towards my dream job it felt like forever um so I think yeah staying committed to your dream if that's really what you want to do is also really key um yeah so those would be my two pieces of advice wow amazing the lulu is the solulu that can be be power to the barbers colon the lulu is the solulu wow (laughs) oh and i did remember what i was going to say oh yeah speaking of max verstappen's teammates today he mentioned again that he's gunning for the championship next day this is always how it starts (laughs) it's like give up already but i love it i love the fighting spirits always coming back he bounces back it doesn't matter I just think he like comes like the start of the season. I really, I do feel his like conviction yeah. to fight. And then like a couple races goes on and then it just disappears. Yeah, and then Max is the just. Is. Does. He wants it too much. That's the, problem. the problem is that he gets a bit of rest, just like five days of rest. 
and he thinks he can do anything. You, yeah, that, you work know, on the break. He did the same thing. When he gets some time to just lie on his bed, he's like, oh, <laughs> I can and do then anything. He comes back again. No. <laughs> he, he needs to do some more work, some I more know. digging. Because he, he just doesn't have it at the moment. No, yeah, I, and I think Checo, uh, yeah. I think Checo just wants it too much. So then he's overthinking it, right? That mm-hmm. doesn't mean Yeah, he's trying too hard. Because it's kind of, it's a little bit like when Pierre Gasly and Alex Albon. Yeah. It, that's just the hot seat, right? Of like the yeah. amount of pressure and how what how badly you want to stay in that seat. Yeah. It's just like everything is so the more you try. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Oh my god, do you like Daniel Ricardo? That's an important question. Yes. Okay, good. That was the right answer. The only yes. Answer. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like Czech Daniel I... Ricardo. Shame on what? you. Shame. Shame. What? You've never just... told me this. Why are we friends? I I just you. wanted to say that to see what your reaction is. Exactly. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> like, you must be the only person on this planet who doesn't like Daniel yeah, Ricardo. There's Actually, like no. no. There are a lot of people. I, I think really? I can you find You found your friends. You found <laughs> your friends. Wow. I refuse I think to believe if I look this. Hard, I will find like a, a group. Of no, people. it's not possible. It and doesn't we can exist. have like a group chat. Oh no, 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 no! It doesn't exist. Daniel group Ricardo haters. No, it's not. Mm-mm. Well, it I think uh, I think when he crashed into Max at Monaco in like a couple years ago, I right. think that controversy. I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't a massive fan of how he reacted, but we all make mistakes, so <laughs> I can forgive it. Yeah, I think he's learned a lot. <laughs> from yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and okay, you, you don't think he's washed? Hey, queen, <laughs> queen, queen. Why? Whoa! I'm asking don't a ask question. Me. I'm just, I'm just trying to. Like, we have two Daniel Ricardo fans on this, <laughs> on this call, right? We need to have another person. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. You know, so the you don't balance. think he's washed? No, I actually think Checo should be afraid oh. that Ricardo. I actually my think. Wow, <laughs> my <Yeah>. girl, <laughs> Queen is like I'm relegating you to the backside now. The two barbers to the front. Yeah, because well, she knows yeah. what's up. Like she supports the right people. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. Okay, so between Lewis Hamilton and George Russell. Hey. Who would you go for? <laughs> Lewis. Lewis. Thank Lewis. you. That's the only answer. Lewis. Like, Lewis see, all day. If, if it was an examination, you passed with flying colors. Like, there is no answer. Okay, no, you only answered the Excel question wrong, but every other thing. So that's just like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> only one. <laughs> Excel is yeah. not in F1, please. <laughs> Fine. She so passed. that's 100%. She passed flying colors. Okay. Yeah. Daniel Ricardo fans, we can move on to the language. <laughs> I know. I'm like, this is what we do. The way we always go off on the tangent. <laughs> okay, we are back now. Back now. Yes, back. Mm-hmm. Queen, so, take us away. <laughs> hey, why are you taking a deep breath? <laughs> what are you come to say? <laughs> I'm what you're going to say, the first part is your name, right? So, mm-hmm. um, my name is or I'm called, mm. and it's it uh-huh. said ye fre me, mm. ye fre, ye fre, yes, not bad. Me, me, me. You say Baba. Me. 
yes. father. Okay. Yes. So from okay. the beginning. Yes. yes. Right. Papa? Yes. Yes. <laughs> A bit more confidence this time because it went. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got this. Um, Yefeme Baba? Yes. Lovely. Yes. Love that. Yeah. 10 points. 10 points. <laughs> then the second part is listen to her pins and streets. Uh huh. It's Montier, her pins and streets. Yeah. Montier. Wow! Yeah, yeah, this is good. I I feel like we get like people with amazing tongues. We go shopping for. (laughs) 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 So from the beginning, so you say Yefremi Baba, then Muntie happens in streets. Okay, Yefremi Baba, Muntie. Hairpins and straight. Wow! Lovely, 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 lovely. Oh. I, okay, this is where we do the sound. <laughs> okay, so it's just what? one voice, so you don't understand what I'm trying to achieve here, Jukes. What sound is this? No, so that was literally a crowd screaming. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. No, 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 no. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. Okay, so it's our turn to learn something. Anything. Mm, Okay. (laughs) I'll teach you how to just say, like, hi, my name is. I think that's already. Okay. Okay, so hi is ni hao. Ni hao. Ni hao, yes. Mm. Ni hao. Uh, Wo jiao. Wo jiao. Wo jiao. Wo jiao. Yeah. Wo jiao. And then your name. Queen. Wow, I like it. It's almost like ga, like no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I was going to say achomi. achomi. <laughs> that's that's totally different. And I'm even butchering the language I'm trying to speak. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Oh, lovely, lovely. I've enjoyed this episode so much. In case you guys couldn't tell, I just had to say it as well. I found my girl, Baba yeah, Junior. Because you have two Babas. Yeah. Kicking so. Queen to the <laughs> side because I found my fellow Danny Rick Shao fan. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay. <laughs> All the best to your hearts next season. I'll check in. Yeah. <laughs> it's very difficult. It's going to be a hard season. I'll check in. No, we'll be fine. Next year is the year. I feel it. Next year is the year. Yeah, definitely, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You are really laughing. Like, you don't believe it. Wow. I would also be laughing. When I I hear next year is the year. No. (laughs) Every freaking year. is the Solulu. Remember. (laughs) I I remember how at the beginning of this year, I was like, this is our year. This is the year. I joined. I joined. I was posted it everywhere. This is our year. Oh no. All so right, Queen, good. it's your fault. Next year, don't say it's our year. Oh, no, no, Just I'm sit aside. I'm not the rest of us is our year. Yeah, all the best to you guys. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thanks so much for joining. And we'll catch you later.